Hello, welcome to the podcast. I'm Anna. And I'm Kayleen. And we are Entrepreneurs, a Ooh. podcast by two gay <laughs> idiots navigating owning and operating their own businesses in the midst of end stage capitalism. Hello, Exciting hello, friends. stuff. Welcome back. You welcome made it. Welcome back. Season two. Um, we, are, we are just, just you know, scrambling for things to talk about. <laughs> to be quite transparent yeah. um another dark one been, but that's we've been, I mean, we've been we've been recording a lot of eps uh <laughs> the vibes are weird as we've discussed we record um, eps i'm gonna record the, eps. The, the episodes <laughs> um it's been a little bit of a it's you know it's a strange time who knows what what we'll know looking back on this uh when by the time this episode actually airs but yeah we are in the midst of what they are calling the fourth wave of coronavirus. The Delta variant. <laughs> Truly. The Delta variant is, she's strong. And um, yeah, it's a little dicey. We're, we're right now, no one's made a mask mandate. Nothing has shut down. We're all trying to figure out. Do you ever wonder next. what you did? Yeah. karmically to end up in such a sus sketch yeah history of anna, time <laughs> anna thinks that anna thinks that we're about to go into another lockdown and i think that our government officials are just gonna let us die so we'll see who's correct <laughs> yeah okay let's talk about i don't think they're gonna do like march lockdown but i think there's gonna be like masks and capacities and stuff like that yeah um, we'll see so. we'll see that's, um, I right mean, now I think they're just going to leave it up to the individual so that they can blame the individual. I think they're going to try to do that for as long as they can. And then once we start getting like two or 300,000 a day, they're going to be like, mm, it's not a good look. We get banned from Europe again, banned from Canada again. Uh, Are we still? No, Canada border just opened. All right, Canada's going to shut that shit down soon. I know. I'm house-sitting for some people that are uh, going to Canada and like... Oh, hope they don't get trapped. Or maybe uh, maybe <laughs> then you don't have to worry about rent for a while. I mean, how, I, that doesn't seem terrible. Oh, no, I'm stuck in Canada. Oh, no. All this universal health care. <laughs> All these What'll friendly people. God. Yeah, there could be there could be worse outcomes, um, but Kayleen is adding to her family. Yes, in the you know what in the event that we do get locked down, I have two additions that are going to be joining me starting tomorrow. Fingers crossed, and everything goes well. I'm adopting two new kittens. Yes, um, I'm very excited. Um, a friend's a friend of my, of ours, mom's friend found them in a parking lot which is i just always think of that tiktok where people are like dog owners are like this is my this is my dog fluffy she's a purebred poodle uh with a lineage going back generations here's her certificates and it's like here's my cat goblin i found him in the garbage <laughs> but um this thing which is that's how i special, love my cats the yeah. thing that's special about these kitties is they are like they they can hug each other like Kayleen They're sent bonded. me a photo. Yeah, the first picture I got of them, I guess they and they must have been like just after a meal because they're both like licking their lips, and one of them has its arm around the other. Like it looks like it had to have been staged. Yeah, like it's they like, these. 
I really like I I just like I really fell for one of them and then I saw how like bonded they were and I was like I have to get both of them like I can't separate this would be I agree I I agree them. I think especially animals like that like that uh-huh. have like siblings that they're besties with like oh man I feel like they can either make they can team up and make your life hell but I think more often than not they can just they have each other occupy yeah. themselves yeah, well, that's the thing. Is like, yeah. r- listeners, I have two cats already. Like, yes, I am about to be someone who has four cats. I'm very gay. <laughs> um, uh, my two cats that I have right now don't really like each other. No, that's, that's always bummed me out. Because like, I got, I got the second one to try and like, you know, comfort. And the first one after my ex left and took all of our pets, and she was alone. And then they just wound up, they never really got along. So I'm hoping that, I'm hoping that these, having these two, they'll be there for each other, like, all through life. And that maybe they'll also be a good example for my older cats. Yeah, I wonder, I wonder what the dynamic's going to be like. It's Yeah, we'll uh, see. Tune in next week as whether I'm, like, in tears. <laughs> yeah. Or if our recording sessions get interrupted on the regular with me, like, yelling at kittens. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's that's fair. Um, yeah. yeah. So everybody has their strategies for... Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, if know. you've got if you've got new kitten tips, let me know. The last time I had a kitten, I was, like, working three jobs and never home. So he had to re- raise himself, and that did not go well. <gasps> you got a latchkey kitten. <laughs> I got a latchkey kitten. Oh, poor Timmy. That explains a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, Athena had no interest in him and didn't teach him how to be a cat. And I was never home, so he had to raise yeah, himself. Yeah, uh, he's got a lot Gen of personality for it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's you true. know. Um, so, but yeah, that's yeah, um. That's my, those are my babies. Yeah. Do you think yeah. you're gonna uh, get any pets when you settle down, or when you settle in on a place? No, no. no I think just, just plants. I, I well, I got rid. I just got rid of all my plants. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I um, I was just like, you know what, this is it. But then I, I so two. So before we go into tarot time, I've yeah. had two instances in three days where I knew what card I was gonna pull. Yeah, and uh, that's, that's powerful. Kayleen says it's because I'm in line with my guides, and I also think I am personally avoiding a near death experience because I already. And giving away everything I have. Yeah. <laughs> you're, you're like a monk. Yeah. Like just, you're giving away all your worldly possessions. Yeah, and I did shave my head. next phase of your life. And I don't know what's happening. But, like, it's working. Because yeah. I did want to say um, the only thing I really had in mind was, like, I wanted to be alone house-sitting in August in Denver. Which, actually, like, when I say it out loud, it's very specific. Yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah, I don't know what I wanted except for this exact scenario. <laughs> yeah, and that's that's working out, and that's what I'm going to be doing yeah. in August. Because um, I think well, and 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 your card for August is the Wheel of Fortune from your mm-hmm. your head spread. Well, that, mm-hmm. yeah, it's kind of like things are balancing out, you know. Yeah, to go from yeah. one, to go from like one extreme to the other, literally. Of like, yeah, you literally just got rid of like most of your possessions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and what what is my reward? I can guess tarot cards. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can you can predict tarot cards as they as they come out of the deck, and I can read my friends' minds. You know, is it worth it? I don't know. You tell me. I'm pretty satisfied. 
<laughs> yeah, just re- revisiting season one and the apocalypse magic that we're manifesting. So, uh-huh. um, what's your reward? The world is falling apart, but Anna can predict tarot cards before they get pulled. So, you know, it's fine. It's, it's a very fine. low carbon footprint hobby. Okay. <laughs> Being a psychic right. is free, all right? <laughs> yep. And you could you could make money off of it too. I know. I, that hobby. I know. But the shit that I always get visions about are just like, mm, are you trying to? Yeah, have not a kid? stuff that anyone would want to pay you for. So, somebody, somebody's gonna die, maybe. Yeah. No, my friend had a close to near death experience, and she was like. Yeah, after it happened, I was like, I wonder if Anna had a dream about this. Oh, no. Oh, no. I've had a few of those things happen where I'm like, oh, I wonder if Anna dreamt about this. Where I'd be like, oh, I wonder if I'm going to get a call in a couple of days being like, I had a dream. And I'm like, okay, well, this is what that meant. <laughs> I know. Honestly, it feels like eavesdropping. Um yeah. I'm in like this dream course right now and it's talking about like interpreting dreams and I was like cool cool but then come to find out how this the teacher like describes what happens to me he's like that like he just said that's not a dream that's a vision so oh fuck (laughs) dude okay all right dream coach yeah right (laughs) help me we're all going to hell (laughs) right yeah (laughs) yeah i uh all right yeah time to get on a boat baby that's all i'm gonna say (laughs) if you were thinking about getting a boat it's a great time to get a boat (laughs) i always wanted to retire into piracy i know i I mean full circle you know we'll get we'll we'll get into that in a minute (laughs) (laughs) Uh, yeah all right cool is it time it's time all right let's do it all right okay we have here um the wild unknown tarot deck uh you guys know this is my og baby um and this is coming out I don't know when this is coming out. Uh, like mid-August, late, early September. Yeah, Fuck it. early September. Um, what energy do we want to pull here for the collective? What does the collective need in work, in life, in love, in business? What do you got for us? Oh, oh, I saw that one fly out. I predicted this one. I kept seeing Ah. it while I was shuffling earlier, and I was like, I wonder if we're going to get that. So we have the strength card, which is literally, um, you can't see it, reader, but I have this this on my arm as a tattoo. Um, This isn't the first time we've pulled strength. We pulled strength in one of our early season one episodes, um, and I think we were both just like, oh, man, like, what am I going to have to be strong for? Yeah. Resilience. Uh, (laughs) Which is a vibe, which is a vibe. But I really do love this strength card because I think it... um, it's a good, it's a good, like, it's a good reminder uh, to be proactive and not reactive, to know thyself, to focus on emotional maturity rather than, like, feats of literal strength, to not just brute force your way around things, to kind of finesse, um, and to, like, 
you know, um, observe before you um, act on things. Well, I think the actual card is really beautiful. So like on the forehead is like the infinity symbol. And then it's like a very stoic lion with the sun shining down on it and like a huge mane with a rose in its mouth. Yeah. So you can be this amazing, magnificent, powerful being and still handle something as delicate as a rose without breaking it. Oh, that's beautiful, Kayleen. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, so take that energy into the fall, my friends. Just, um, you know, figure out where your gentleness is actually strong. Can we talk about what prompted you to get this tattoo? Um, I, this was just always one of the, the figures, one of the art, the artwork that like really stood out to me. Mm-hmm. This was actually, this is actually the last addition to my tarot sleeve that was done before my tattoo artist died. So, um, this was like the last piece that she did on me. Uh, mm-hmm. and I think it's probably the best. Oh, it's gorgeous. It. Like it's, it's beautiful. It's just like such amazing fine line work. She really did an amazing job to like. She changed, like, the eye, the artwork on the eyes around a little bit and around the mane so that it, like, translated better on my skin. And she just, like, really did an incredible job. But it's also, it's also, um, Strength is the card for Leo and my little brother's a Leo. So I have a, it's for him as well. Also, Kayleen's brother, if you're listening to this, you're the funniest person on Twitter. Full yeah. stop. Uh, Jesus Jort on, tw- on Twitter. <laughs> That's my brother. Um, yeah, no, I doubt he'd. I doubt he'd ever listen to this. This is not funny. <laughs> <laughs> we're, not, we're not funny enough for him. I am yeah. trying to convince um, him and my parents to just come here for Thanksgiving, though. Yeah. So. Yeah. Family reunion in New Orleans if we're not all um, under quarantine. Yeah, it's it's twenty twenty one. Let's normalize having your parents come to you because you've yeah. probably created oh, a much healthier place for yourself. <laughs> yeah, we can all just go out to a restaurant and not worry about it. Um, yeah. I haven't been home for thing for a holiday in like over a decade. I worked in, I worked in theater in Florida for <laughs> too long. And you're not allowed to leave. Isn't it funny that's that peak, we're at that's the peak age, money time? We're at the age where we can say things for a decade. <laughs> for a decade, I love it. It's such a it's such a like a clout thing. Like oh. I've been practicing yoga for over a decade at this point. <laughs> I love it. I love no, it you have I can to go back. You have to stop and pause dramatically. You're just going to be like, was it for, a few? Uh, uh, wow, it's been a decade a, now. At least a decade. It? Wow. Hasn't it? Wow. Hasn't it? Yeah, wow. We're old. <laughs> yeah, basically, yeah, all the shit we started in our early 20s, we're now able to be like, for a decade now. Yeah. It was a decade ago. Yeah, thank God. I mean, I can't imagine being young. Oh. Listen, we don't have a lot <laughs> right now. As as millennials, there's really not a lot of clout <laughs> that we yeah. can throw around. Let yeah. us have this. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I can't even eat avocado toast anymore because, like, bread makes me bloated. Like, right. <laughs> R.I.P. Carbs make me tired. <laughs> Woof. Yeah. Okay. So this one is going to be. Let's get in. Let's get into it. I hope y'all. Set the table. We are serving the main dish.
already for a dark episode um yeah just like if you want this is gonna be this is really gonna be the anna show i think this one no it's not you have you have plans they're just (laughs) okay unconventional they're just but that's honestly the point of the show okay all right we are talking about planning for retirement in the midst of a climate crisis (laughs) okay I have a lot of thoughts on this. <laughs> Go for it, baby. So I feel like we always are dealt this narrative that like we need to be investing um, X amount of our paycheck into like these very safe investments, you know, into like an index fund or like, you know, even individual stocks at this point, but like something that's like well-rounded, la-da-da. But... What happens, dear listener? <laughs> so they took away our pensions, right? Like we used to have these beautiful pensions that almost everybody was guaranteed until I want to stay around like maybe the 70s or the 80s, probably around the 80s when the stock market started to really like do a bunch of cocaine or whatever. And everybody's like, stocks, baby! Um, Woo! So- Wall Street. <laughs> get me another line Rebecca um yeah they were just like oh shit we can make a lot of money doing this um and then so we like went away from pensions into 401ks and then at the same time we pay into social security here in les états unis but like I I don't know anybody who's planning on getting any sort of social security. So what they're doing is they keep raising the age. I I don't know anyone who's actually banking on that still being around. I'm surprised it's still around. You know what's... I'm surprised it... You know what's a bummer is when you look and see how much you've paid into it. I did that. I started paying into that social security fund since I was 14. Yeah. Um, yeah, you yeah. Know? With your first, your first paying, your first legit job. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're yeah, like, bullshit. wow, I was a child, like a literal yeah, child yeah. paying. None of that money will be there when I need it. Yeah. So, so now we have this shift where people are expected, you know, if you have a 401k to contribute, maybe your employers will match. If you are a self-employed person, there is like an option to have a 401k for yourself but usually they say like invest in a Roth IRA I think the max is like six thousand dollars and you pay taxes now versus later um when a regular IRA you would pay your taxes when the taxes are due and the idea is like do we think taxes will be greater or higher when I cash out when I'm 65 okay but here's my question (laughs) Will the stock market exist when I'm 65? What is it going to look like? All this stuff that we're investing in are, it's it's oil. It's it's dirty energy. It's coal. It's plastic. It's finite. It's very clearly finite. There is a, there is an, going to be an end to those resources within our lifetime. Yeah. Very clearly. Yeah. Um, We're already in water shortages. Like, yeah, that is the basis of that is the foundation of like of the economy. Um, What? will? Yeah, it was like it was like when Donald Trump got elected and I suddenly thought to myself, do I need to be worrying about my credit score? (laughs) Will money be relevant if we've just like like pressed fast forward 
on the apocalypse. Like, well, yeah. And then it's also like your credit score doesn't follow you to another country. Like the United no, States is one is of the only countries. It is a very American. It is a very American conceit. Um, so and it yeah. was invented in the eighties. Like mm-hmm. it has been invented. It was invented within our lifetime. Yeah. Like when I learned that, it blew my mind because it's like, oh wow, wait, another way that boomers just fucked us. Mm-hmm. They they set this whole thing up. They 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 complain that we can't do what they did when they were young but they literally created all the hurdles as mm-hmm. to why we can yeah and you know what i part of me wonders is like you know <laughs> the the generational fuckery right that the boomers yeah. have basically put on everyone else well baby they're getting old so yeah. like i don't know if we have to play by those rules or play by those rules and you know what exploit some boomers like yeah you know they they did it to us um scam can, some old people yeah that's scam to entrepreneurs some old people <laughs> that's what we said they've scammed our entire generation <laughs> they've scammed the planet okay yeah we don't have water. This is the like, long con, baby. Like, you know? They're like, all going to dip before it gets real bad. Oh, I know. Just just, just watch watch how euthanasia becomes legal soon. Right. In the next five years, they're going to be like, soon, actually, yeah. They're like, no. oh, no, actually, I want out. <laughs> they're like, actually, oh, no, this, the is, con- a, this is a dignified it- way to die. If it isn't the consequences of my own actions. <laughs> yeah. Liter- uh, I mean, I mean, how could it not? How could euthanasia like, no, they don't. They, oh, I mean, yeah. I, Ooh, this, I feel like this is this is the episode where people really get to know our viewpoints. I this mean, is the shit. This is the shit that we only tell say to each other. Oh, I know. Like, but we're not the only ones who thinks think this and that's the joy of a podcast is you're half yeah. listening anyway so that's true. you're gonna be like in two weeks you're gonna be like where'd that thought come from oh. <laughs> the, the the angry girls <laughs> the entrepreneur queers we're just trying to get create ours. your own business the world is ending <laughs> Use some apocalypse magic, scam some boomers. I don't care what you do, okay? Like, do what you need to. Oh, man, yeah, right? I feel like it's we kind of started, like, love and light, fun, hee-hee, and now we're just like, all right, like, let's suit up. All let's right, you've get gotten, to know, you've gotten to know the cute, you've gotten to know the cute parts of us. Now it's going to get real. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're keeping um, it fun. We're keeping it breezy. We're so authentic. We're being so vulnerable. Thank you, Brittany. <laughs> oh, boy. All right. So, yeah. Um, basically, yeah. How do you... But, but you know, I feel like probably at various points in history, people have, like, looked at the world around them and been like, oh, fuck, the world's going to end. Because, I mean, imagine growing up in, like, the Cold War. Right. Just being, like, indoctrinated into the idea that, like a bomb could drop and wipe everything out at any given moment. Mm-hmm. Like hide under your desks and hope that does mm-hmm. something. Mm-hmm. So I, you know, like is probably, isn't the first time that people have totally. looked to the future and been like, is there a, is there any point in planning for the future? Yeah. Well, um, I, I think a- it's, a, I think we know a lot more. Well, um, I think, this- okay. And this is not me 
necessarily being like the end is nigh because it could not be. But what I will say is planning to retire the traditional route by investing like 10 to 20 percent of like your income a month into a retirement fund. Um, yeah, that's probably not a great idea just because looking at the resources and like how that's going to shake out, I will say there's a couple routes that I think if you do want to retire, like you can make happen, retire early. Um, I think it really, you know, I think we see these people that you can make a lot of money online. You can make a lot of money in general. A lot of money very quickly and then mm -hmm. just dip when you hit your goal. Uh huh. I've have a number I've, in mind and yeah, go for I've, it. Yeah, I've I've worked with somebody who made a few million off a drop shipping business in one year and then fucked off and surfed in Argentina. You know, yeah. like it can happen. And I think, like I said, with the apocalypse magic, we're able to make this like a lot quicker. But also something I want to talk about. Um, this isn't necessarily like. <sighs> related to retirement, but this is related to making money. Um, I think, so all money's dirty, right? And the thing is, the more money you make, um, the closer you are to the source of it. The the closer yeah. you are to like seeing like, seeing that exploitation and like seeing like, you're like, oh shit. Like, you know, like you have a drop shipping business that like you sell stuff from China. Like, all of your products come from China. You know what I mean? That doesn't make yeah, it. But then but then I also wonder if the closer you get to it, the more blind you are to it. Because, like, I don't think Jeffrey Bezos you have to thinks be. too, too hard about all the, mm-hmm. you know, at this point, millions of people he's exploiting mm-hmm. to live his life. Well, yeah, um, you have to kind yeah. of, like... I've probably, I there's think... like... There's probably, like, this midpoint where, like, you see things for what they are and either decide to keep going and... And mm-hmm. put the blinders on or not. Yeah. Um, because I think anybody I know that's like accumulated like a <laughs> extreme amount of wealth definitely had an emotional disconnect with it and was just very mathematic and pragmatic about it. Um, and I think it's fucked that we're in a situation that we have to be like, oh, we have to like be daddy capitalism to like just want to retire um, but right. like, I, I don't think they gave us an option. I think we can only retire early at this point yeah. or our, the second thing, which I think is also valid. And honestly, I think the more you double down with this one, it could really set you free. Yeah. And I'm going to let Kayleen take it away with the fuck it route. All right. Yep. So here's the thing, listeners. I have no plans for retirement. I have no savings. I have a very minimal amount of money invested, like less than a thousand dollars. I have I have my own personal savings account. I have no four hundred one k. I have no IRA. I have nothing. Like my plan, and as it has been, I this this came to me a few years ago <laughs> um, when I was asked by an employer um, here in New Orleans to fill out a hurricane evacuation like emergency contact sheet like where would you go in the event of like in the event that there was a mandatory evacuation in the city where can we contact you and like what's your plan and I realized I had no plan and I didn't really want to make one and that's when I came up with that's when I discovered that employers don't like it when you put down let the river take me (laughs) (laughs) on your emergency evacuation sheet 
So oh my plan, God. folks, it really is fuck it. Like, I, I am really focused on, like, what I need to do now and how I need to... I'm, I'm literally living, like, maybe at max six months out. I'm saying, I, like, I like to have, like, a six-month emergency fund, fully funded, and that's about it. And that's a risky way to live, but I think it's very realistic, and I think it's the way a lot of people my age, millennials and younger are living i mean Mm -hmm. honestly or or even shorter term than that because let's face it a lot of people when you live paycheck to paycheck you can't have a savings at all yeah Um, i'm very lucky that i've been able to build this up and this is like probably the most i've ever had in savings at any given time in my adult life Mm -hmm. and it's still not a plan yeah Um, i don't i don't care about my retirement i really don't i i have no desire for home ownership I never have. Um, I don't really think that far ahead. I think that like it just like the everything has always seemed like so dire. Like, what's the point? Like, like sixty years ago, people, no one living, no one my age sixty years ago could have anticipated or predicted the world we live in now. So why should I try? Mm-hmm. You know. Anyway, let the river take me. Like, fuck it. Like, do if my time comes, my time comes. Let me float into oblivion mm-hmm. as New Orleans gets reclaimed by the ocean. Yeah, and I think that's also like can be super powerful. Um, if that's like your conviction, just to double down on that, you know, and yeah. not. I think- and honestly, I will caveat this. I have no kids i'm not married and i don't really ever plan to be so i am i know it's different if you have if you have offspring if you have a, a big family if you have a partner yeah i am like a solo person she has four like, cats baby i have a i have four cats my obligation is to my cats i have like partners but no one who lives with me i am i am here for my I, i'm here for myself first yeah and last yeah <laughs> Well, I think also one thing, a takeaway, you know, that I hope that you've taken from this podcast thus far is that you you are the only person who can know what is right for you. And you are the only person who can pass judgment. And like, you don't even need to pass judgment on yourself. Like, if you feel like that's the right decision, set yourself free and like, just be like, okay. We're not retired. Stop worrying because, about yeah, yeah. Stop this, worrying this about what you should do. Exactly. What, because who like because, who is that? Because what? Because Dave Ramsey by? wants you to. Yeah. Like D- Dave Ram- Ramsey wants you to have yeah. a four hundred one k. Fuck that guy. Yeah. Have you seen his mansion? <laughs> With no credit score. Yeah. Yeah. He bought it outright. <laughs> Off of the backs of all of <laughs> all of his like. Uh, mm-hmm. whatever well yeah and yeah. i think i think they took away a lot of our you know traditional retirement methods and honestly even anybody with a pension oh who, is, I, you know what i mean what's that pension gonna be i don't know anybody who's been at a job for like 30 years and then how much is your pension gonna be with inflation like right. also like planning for that like i feel like they've really taken away a lot of our no think stable investment opportunities by like stripping away like anything affordable but like just pretty much like laying us in debt so now we're like okay i can like retire early get rich quick or 
or just like fuck it let the river take me and there's no right answers there's no right answers there's just like a decision you make that you commit to and then you know what you can also do change your mind you know like you can start saving for retirement and then you can say fuck it or you can say fuck it and then start trying yeah. to figure something else out yeah like, a few years later you feel like oh well maybe I maybe I don't want to maybe I maybe I will live to over 65 and I don't want to be doing what I'm doing now and like whatever mm-hmm. I give myself permission to change my mind at mm-hmm. any point but for the last few years it's been let the river take me and yeah. um, I'm fully committed to living a good comfortable life now and not mm-hmm. worrying about what the future is going to look like. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's like, mm-hmm. yeah. So you've got to like, it's dark, but you have to really think ahead. Like mm-hmm. really take stock at like what, at what the world is like right now and think to the future and not, and, and also examine like, what are you doing that you're doing just because someone at some point told you it was done that way? Mm-hmm. What's that based in? Mm-hmm. Where did that come from? Is mm-hmm. that reflective of the reality that we live in now? Yeah. It's hard. And it might, you might have like a mini existential crisis. And I apologize for that. But that's just, 